The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station. Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. This is B2B Radio, featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, Central Ohio's leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Good morning, everyone. It's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth here. Um... We have a interesting guest today, so interesting that as I was preparing for the show, I decided there was absolutely no way that we could do one show with Chris. Uh, so I had to call Chris and see if he could uh, free up his schedule to be able to do a couple of shows and come on with us a couple of times. So our guest today on B2B Radio is Mr. Chris Borja. He is an independent associate associate with Legal Shield, and he's also the founder of become a better networker. So welcome, Chris. Thanks for coming on. Yep. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so Chris is involved in a lot of different things, but as I mentioned, he's a he's an independent associate with Legal Shield, and um, we're actually going to talk about more about the Legal Shield type of uh, thing uh, in our next show. But for this show, we're going to talk. We're going to focus it more on the networking side of things. So Chris is involved in a lot of different things, and uh, so I want to start with Chris a little bit of introduction. How did you get into, so you are a networking guru, there's no doubt about that. I've actually been to one of Chris's classes, he teaches classes on networking, and that's what sort of led us uh, to, to me asking Chris to come on the show. So um, how did you get involved with, with networking? Yeah, to get started, when I started networking, I, I was actually just trying to find a better way to generate more business and to generate more leads. That was the original reason why I went out and started networking. So I was burning through cold call leads and things like that, like a lot of people do. And I was thinking there's got to be a better way because I would find myself at the end of the day just absolutely burned out and I felt exhausted. I would rather have done manual labor instead of making all those phone calls. <laughs> and so that's how I started. I saw an event that was a speed networking event and I, it was just calling out to me. I said, let me check this event out and see how it is. And I went there. There was about 60 people in the room that were, you know, it was a speed networking. So it was about two minutes, meet one person and slide over a chair and meet the next person. And one of the things I found, you know, I was uncomfortable through all of it, but, you know, I, I found that people were really seeing a lot of success through networking. I'd see people that were getting a, an ongoing stream of referrals. I said, I want to learn how to do that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And so I know you had shared some, some of your story with us um, in the class I took um, that you, you, you did um, a month or so ago. And so you're, personality-wise, you're kind of an introvert, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, becoming a good networker is is sort of out of character for someone who's an introvert, right? Yeah, it's definitely a stretch. Most introverts get drained from being in that social setting. And I was the same way growing up for the first 37 years of my life. I was very introverted, very shy, afraid of public settings, public scenarios, public speaking, all those kind of things I really was uncomfortable with. So for me to be networking right now, that was a big transformation and change because it wasn't, it wasn't in my nature. I had to consciously, I had to train, I had to learn, I had to study. And that's what I did. And overcoming those fears gives me the drive and the motivation to really help other people because I realized that I w I'm not alone. There's many people that fear networking just like they fear public speaking. No one will ever know it. When you go to an event, everyone's kind of putting their best foot forward and you know they look good and they seem like they know what they're doing. But so many people are really actually uncomfortable just like I was. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And I'll tell you, uh, as far as uh, the networking goes, so I was in, I went to Chris's class, and maybe, maybe it might have been six weeks ago. Subsequent to that, I went to an event. Um, they had an event here in Columbus uh, where with they had several of the uh, local chamber of commerce. So the, uh, the suburbs of Columbus, um, several of the chambers got together, put together this really large networking event. And so I'm not an introvert, but I'm certainly no networking guru like yourself. And so I walk in, and the first thing I want to do is find a familiar face. And I see Chris, and Chris has like five people around him. And so then I, you know, go on my merry way. There's a lot of different things going on. So I go around and do some different things. And I go back and I kind of peek around like, oh, there's Chris has got another set of five people around him. <laughs> and so then I, you know, mosey around a little bit more. And next thing you know, it's like, well, heck. I, and I even came up when I talked to you eventually. I said, this is how you network. I get it now, Chris. Like people just come to you. Like he literally just stood and this was a large facility. He literally stood in essentially one place or within a 10-foot radius of where you were, and people just came to you all night long. Yeah, that's a lot better than the cold calling scenario. That <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That earlier. And that's just, a, a, that's just a result of years of networking and going out and serving. And that's what I like to help people understand when it comes to networking because, honestly, myself, I had the wrong mindset when I started networking. Like I said, when I first started networking, I was really just trying to generate leads for my business. I was trying to go out there and I was trying to collect business cards, collect names. And I was going to subsequently send them emails, make full, you know, make cold calls to them in essence and, mm -hmm. and follow up and all that kind of stuff. And it wasn't really working well for me. And I heard contradicting advice, which if you go out there, you, you'll, you'll get that eventually if you listen to enough people. Yeah. So I would hear things like, Hey, you're not supposed to go out here and just network. And I mean, and, and just pitch when you're out networking, you're not supposed to be just like trying to make sales. And then I heard you're supposed to just build business relationships. I was like, okay, cool. I understand that concept. And then on the other side, I met one one person who actually didn't want to talk about his business. So we were at a networking event. It was at one of the, I think it was at the racetrack or something. And I asked him what he did. And he just said, oh, I don't talk about any business. So I'm thinking, okay, why are you out here if you're not going to talk about any <laughs> right. business? I mean, at least tell me what you do. Don't make it a secret. Right. You know, you just want to make friends. or what? So that was like the opposite end of the spectrum. So one side is just generating leads. The other side is just building relationship. But there's got to be a blend. There's got to be some results or it's really not going to be worth networking because ultimately people network because they want to increase their profits. They want to in increase their impact, their reach. So what I found was that 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 the connector to do that is through service, is through helping other people to get what they want because that's really the key and that's the that's where the relationships are really made is when we can be in, in service to other people and not just how, how can we serve ourselves. And that's a great point because at that event I mentioned earlier, when I did finally walk up to you, the first thing you did was turned around and said, do you know so-and-so, Ken? Do you know so -and, and you introduced me to all the other people that were standing there quickly. Um, so I was, I was taking mental notes from the, from the networking master uh, to make sure I do that in the future. You can use that next time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, so I did want to mention real quick, and we're, we're, I've got about a little over a minute left before the first break here, but um, Chris, you recently got quoted in an article, right? Some, someone reached out to you who was writing a networking article. Yeah, so they wanted to get a lot of the basics and the foundation of networking. And it's similar to what I went through where people want to go out and, and get started, but they don't really know how to get started. And it's really not a very, it's not a comfortable environment for somebody that really doesn't know. It's kind of like going to the high school party and everyone knows each other except for you, like you're going to somebody else's high school or something like that. Right. And that's what it sometimes feels like for people networking. Yeah, so they interviewed me just to get, you know, the basics of networking and some of the, the key points. Interesting, interesting. That's really cool. Uh, so we're going to head to a break here. 
Come back after the next segment. We're going to talk through. We're going to, I, I promise everyone, we're going to dig in and, and pick uh, Chris's brain a little bit here and get some of the do's and don'ts for networking and talk a little bit more about um, network, uh, Chris's classes that he provides, etc. cetera. Um, you want to reach us, you can always go out to uh, WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Call us at 614-962-7CFO. You can reach us uh, on Facebook or Instagram at Wentworth Financial Partners and on Twitter at Mr. Biz Tweets. Come back after and we'll give you the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. If your business is aiming for the stars but is stuck in the fog, call Mr. Biz at Wentworth Financial Partners. If profits are what you prefer, call Mr. Biz. If cash flow is a concern, call Mr. Biz. If growth is your goal, you guessed it, call Mr. Biz. We are so confident in our results-oriented approach, we'll even guarantee it. Visit WentworthFinancialPartners.com to learn more about our guaranteed CFO services or call us at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Every day, careless drivers drive away from car crashes they cause while you're left behind, injured, without a car, and unable to work. It gets worse. Careless drivers insurance company may refuse to pay you. Your insurance company may refuse to help you. You'll have to do one thing. Get Scott Smith and get justice. We have the experience and the resources to get you the results you need and deserve. Call 888-311-LAWS. That's 888-311-LAWS. Or visit us at sestriallaw.com. Get Scott Smith. Get justice. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. That's 962-7CFO. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Good afternoon, or good morning, I should say. Welcome back to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and our guest this week, Mr. Chris Borja. From, uh, he's an independent associate with Legal Shield and the founder of Become a Better Networker. So we talked through the first segment of sort of how Chris got involved with networking and how he became a networking master, I'll call you that. Um, and uh, so I wanted to talk through a little bit um, this, these ne- the re- remainder of the show, essentially through some of the do's and don'ts. So Chris's do's and don'ts with that. But first, uh, we're going to do the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And then we actually um, we promoted this on Facebook that we are going to be having this uh, on Facebook Live, and we got some questions tweeted into us um, for Chris. So we have three of those. So let me give the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, and we'll dive into these questions uh, from some of our listeners. So this one's really simple. Uh, know your customer. And again, some of these are really obvious. However, um, what I found, I, I actually just talked to someone about this uh, probably about a month ago, six weeks ago or so. And uh, he was doing some digital marketing and he was creating content. And at least in my opinion, the content he was creating, I don't think really fit his audience. It was content he liked to do, but it was more of a things he liked to do. In a per- I don't want to say what it was. I don't want to call him out, but <laughs> it was things he likes to do in his personal life. That I don't think it was really pertinent to his target business audience. And so I had to sort of nicely kind of lead into that conversation of, Maybe you want to think about, like, is this something your customers would like and, you know, potential customers, et cetera. So know your customer, know what they, uh, you know, what they want to see. 
if you're creating a bunch of content but no one's you know engaging with it, that's probably a sign that you you're, you're kind of missing the mark on that. So, um, and it, it ties into some uh, I think the the tip we had last week, which is learning from complaints from customers. So, if you don't know your customer, you may be getting a lot of complaints from your customers. Okay, so let's dive into these questions. So we have three questions. They all came to us um, via Twitter um, at Mr. Biz Tweets. Uh, the first one. So this is interesting. We had three three questions. One is international. One is from Columbus here in Columbus, Ohio, and one is from Florida. Wow, so uh, uh, kind of interesting that we've got you know, people listening to the show all over the place. So the first question is from uh, at Hello My PA. She's in the United Kingdom. Uh, and her question is, outside of stalking, what is the best way to meet a targeted prospect? Well, stalking is out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> best way to meet someone is, is there's a lot of networking events, no matter which city. If you're in any, any kind of major city, there are a ton of great opportunities to network. Some places you can find them on meetup.com. You can also go to eventbrite.com. There are a ton there. Every city, every major city is going to have a chamber of commerce. There are also trade associations that you can go to. And the nice thing about these different organizations or or networking events is that people really go there to be able to meet others. It's a lot more comfortable than just trying to meet somebody at the grocery store and, mm -hmm. like you said, stalking them or something. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, so thanks for that question. Hello, my PA. Uh, so the second question, this person specifically there in Columbus here, uh, specifically asked to not give out their handle, and I think I understand why when I read the question. It says, I work at a large company. What is the best way to network my way to a promotion without looking like a butt kisser? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so networking, it, it can work both inside a company just as it does outside. Networking is really building relationships, building value, and usually when people want a promotion, the the butt kissing doesn't really work anyway. It just pisses everyone off, and it just almost guarantees that you're not going to get it because if people don't like you, you're probably not very likely to move up in that position or in that company. But really, it, it goes around to the same thing. It's, it's providing value, providing service. The person that does that the best and does that the most is probably going to be remembered more. And even if it's an internal promotion that you're looking to get, that's that's really what it comes down to. Are you providing more value than somebody else? So let me give you an example. Let's say you have two candidates both equally educated, both equal experience, same amount of time on the job, and let's say for the most part the same level of performance even, their network is going to be able to provide the difference between not just who they know but also who knows them, who likes them, who trusts them, who would put them in that position, would they want them in charge of others in that realm. So networking really plays a big role not just outside when people are looking to build a business but also inside when they're looking at a promotion. It's always just about providing value and service. Mm -hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. So thanks, confidential person from Columbus. Uh, hopefully that's helpful. So our last question uh, comes to us from at Miss Pearson, Ms. Pearson 773. Um, and again, she's based in Florida. Uh, and so this will hit home with you, I think, a little bit, Chris. It says, I'm an introverted business owner. When I attend a networking event with other business owners, aside from the usual starters, i.e., the, something about the weather or what do you do, et cetera. What is a good go-to conversation starter? Yeah, well, that those are actually fair conversation starters because people expect it. 
You know, they expect to go over the, you know, hi, what's your name? What do you do? And then you talk about the weather. It's just like if you go into an elevator, you know, 99% of the time you're talking about the weather. <laughs> and the reason why people talk about the weather or they'll talk about sports, if it's a big sports town. So here in Ohio, in Columbus in particular, if, there's, if it's a Buckeye, you know, it's a season, football season, you know, that's a good topic. But the reason why people talk about the weather is because it's something that, that everyone shares in common. For example, if you step into an elevator and it's freezing cold outside, and you're talking about how cold it is, like, oh, it's so, it's so cold. And, you know, everyone else comes in, yeah, it's really freezing. It gives you something to talk about, but it builds rapport. It builds rapport when you have something in common with someone else. And so that's why the weather isn't really a bad start, but you don't want to just stay there. You want to move on to other topics. And the good way to be able to do that is to just go further into what you already started the conversation on. As an introvert, the advantage that most introverts have is that they, they tend to be better at listening because they're not really... They're not, it's not their primary focus to be talking the whole time. So actually, introverts have a huge advantage with networking if they can just listen to the other person. And usually listening to the other person helps build rapport, builds relationship. And it also gives you more things where you can, you know, tie into a particular thing that sounded interesting. So, for example, you know, how did you get started with this radio show? Or, you know, did you, yeah. is this is a childhood dream or, you know, did you just come up with it? So, so whatever question it happens to be, you know, you just go deeper into it, whatever is. And that usually... If, gets them talking and that creates more rapport and just it just helps build that relationship yep okay makes sense well we are up against the break again time flies when you're having fun chris um so we're going to come back after the break and i promise we're going to get into the do's and don'ts we're going to dive right into that when we get back uh from the break so make sure you join us after the break come back with chris borja networking master I'm Dr. Buzz, D.C., with Buckeye Physical Medicine Rehab, Columbus's largest hormone replacement center. For the cost of a cup of coffee a day, you can completely reverse the effects of aging and the aches and pains of low T. Thousands of patients that suffer from low T have come to us to rejuvenate their youth. Buckeye Physical Medicine patients have enhanced their energy levels, rid themselves of inflammation, and feel years younger. Call Buckeye Physical Medicine and Rehab at 614-721-5698. That's 614-721-LOW-T. Or visit BuckeyePMR.com today. If your business is aiming for the stars but is stuck in the fog, call Mr. Biz at Wentworth Financial Partners. If profits are what you prefer, call Mr. Biz. If cash flow is a concern, call Mr. Biz. If growth is your goal, you guessed it, call Mr. Biz. We are so confident in our results-oriented approach, we'll even guarantee it. Visit WentworthFinancialPartners.com to learn more about our guaranteed CFO services or call us at 614-962-7CFO. That's WentworthFinancialPartners.com. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. To learn more about Ken Wentworth, go to wentworthfinancialpartners.com. And now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back, everyone, to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and this week's guest, Chris Borja, uh, who's an independent associate with Legal Shield and founder of Become a Better Networker. So, as promised, we're going to dive back into the do's and don'ts. However, I hate to put it off again, but I want to make sure everyone knows how to get a hold of Chris. So, several different ways. You can always give him a call, 614-330-7735. Um, as you can imagine, he's since he's a master networker, 
connect with him on Facebook or on LinkedIn at Chris Borja, and I should spell his last name. It's B-O-R-J-A. It's pronounced Borja. Um, and you can always find his upcoming events. So I've mentioned that he does workshops, does um, some training tools. You can check on he has his website is becomeabetternetworker.com. He's got his workshops there, um, different training tools. So, for example, he does a business networking 101 fairly regularly. And I know, Chris, you've got an online course that's coming out, um, I think, on April 15th, right? Correct. Yep. And even more exciting news, Chris is going to be an author. Maybe when we have you back uh, later, you'll be an author at that point. Um, planning on releasing his first book um, in November of this year. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Yep, November 17th. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. So let's get into some some uh, do's and don'ts of networking. So I'll try to use the third segment of the show to give some some meat and potatoes to the listeners. So, uh, what are some do's and don'ts you would uh, you would give people? All right, a, a couple of card analogies for anyone who's out there is a, a poker player. I'll give you an example. I was at a networking event. There was one gentleman that was going around and literally not just giving a business card to each person in attendance, but giving two business cards in case they had a referral right away. And he didn't even take time to say hello to him. Just literally (laughs) was just handing it to him. People were in groups and he was going in the middle of their group and he was giving them all uh, two business cards each because he probably just got a brand new stack and trying to get rid of them. Thought it would help his business out. And he would walk away and people were just like, who is this guy? What's he think he's doing? And he was just hurting himself the more he did that. So the lesson there is don't be a blackjack dealer when you're out networking. Don't give out two cards and definitely don't be a poker dealer where you're giving out five (laughs) cards to give them a stack in case they got all their friends that they're going to be referring. Um, So that's one lesson of of what not to do is don't, don't deal cards when you're out networking. The other lesson that I want to share of something that you should do, and it's more of a mindset. And again, I like to use the card analogy. So you imagine a a poker table with five players at a table and the normal rules of the game. And and usually it's the same in business as well. A lot of times people look at as a, their limited resources available. Everyone's dealt their hand. They have to do the best with the hand that they're dealt. So imagine table a, they're playing traditional poker, five cards. They got to play the best hand out of their five cards. They're keeping a secret not showing anybody else at the table. Picture table B. Table B, I come into play and I say, hey, you know what? Um, Who says we can't exchange cards? What if we can just exchange cards, just two of us? Can you imagine even just two out of the five were exchanging cards? Who's going to win like 99% of the time at that table is one of those two people that are enabled, that are allowed to exchange cards. But now if you let all five players exchange cards at that table, you're going to find that everyone comes out with a better hand. And that's how I look at networking. I look at networking as uh, an opportunity to collaborate to where we don't have to play against each other, but we have the opportunity to be able to serve one another. And in the card analogy, you might have one of each card. It's a useless hand. You have 10 high. You know, that's, that's all you got. But by the time you trade, maybe those individual cards are what if somebody else needs to complete their three of a kind or complete their straight or a, or a royal flush. You don't know what that's going to be for somebody else. And at the same time, it was useless to you. So what I'm saying is that most of the time when we're out in the marketplace, the majority of no matter what industry we're in, the majority of time, the people we meet are not going to be our direct clients anyway. That's just the reality of it. So what do we do with all the people that we're out meeting if we're just looking for the one or two percent of people to to just meet? No wonder people say that networking doesn't work because they're just trying to target the one or two. They're trying to spearfish, you know, (laughs) and and that, that doesn't work. But imagine, you know, throwing a net out 
capturing fish and then the fish if you're looking for a particular type of species of fish or something that your clients are looking for you could collect those and then what do you do with all the other ones that are in your net well why don't you share it with somebody else who's maybe looking for those particular types of fish so it's the same thing with cars with fishing i look at networking to where we can collaborate rather than work against each other and as we help more people as one of my passions in teaching the classes is we help more people join our card table where we can all exchange cards, it, we provide more value to one another and to where everyone's going to come out ahead. It's no longer about, can I have the best hand, but can I help somebody else improve their hand? And I know mine is going to improve as well just by being at this table. Mm-hmm. That's a great analogy. And I, and I can tell you from, again, I was at one of Chris's uh, classes um, a while back and I know by the end of that, that class, I was definitely better and I felt a lot more comfortable. And so subsequently I've been at a few events and I'm definitely more comfortable at the event based on you know, the class is almost like I'll call it a safe environment to sort of test out. I know you mentioned that during the class, and so it's definitely very helpful. Um, and I can't believe it, but we are actually almost running out of time here. Um, so we are going to um, have Chris come back. As I mentioned, we're going to do a second show, and uh, we're going to talk through some uh, some of the things he does with Legal Shield on that show, and uh, which is uh, sort of mitigating some legal risk. So I want to go through one time, one more time real quick so you can get a hold of Chris uh, at 614-330-7735 or connect with him on Facebook or LinkedIn at uh, Chris Borja, again, it's B-O-R-J-A, or check out his website for his up- upcoming events, uh, becomeabetternetworker.com. Uh, thanks a lot for being on, Chris, and uh, we will enjoy having you back to talk about some uh, legal risk mitigation with some of the things you do with Legal Shield. Um, I should mention, too, for uh, those people that want to join uh, the Wentworth Financial Partner, we have a monthly newsletter if you want to go out to our website and join that. We will talk to you next week. Don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Wentworth Financial Partners. Wentworth Financial Partners is your resource for part-time CFO services that help you work on your business instead of in your business. To schedule a free consultation, call 614-962-7CFO. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff management, or advertisers. Tune in again next week for B2B Radio with Mr. Biz. You've been listening to a Morris Media Production. 